0: Welcome, welcome, everybody, to Mr. No-Shows Movie Theater. I would like to say thank you. I thank you for all showing out and coming in. For this journey will be unlike any other journey you have seen thus far. Please grab some popcorn. Grab a drink, enjoy the show. Today, we will embark on a journey straight to the 90s. An era full of surprises that made your life oh so great. That time when you can just reminisce of all the fun things that one has done. Please, 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 come on, come on. Take a seat, and let's ride, ride into the sunset we shall, on this new episode.
1: Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1,
0: Uh, I know y'all understand me. And I know you feel me on this because what Hollywood's doing is a crime. They never come out with some new stuff. They always repeat the same old stuff. And it's so very rare that you do get to see like the very new stuff. For instance, the Woody Woodpecker movie, which did terrible. But when you really look at our childhood, I'm sorry, my childhood, since this is my journal, I grew up in the 90s, but born in the 80s, early 80s. So I have 80s and 90s about me. So I have seen the late 80s movies and I remember them pretty well leading up to the uh, 90s and what the 90s have shown. I'm trying to understand today in this digital era that we have going on why we cannot get why we cannot get some bomb cartoons turn into movies that we grew up loving why can we not you guys are beating us in the head with alvin and the chipmunks with like three different versions of it what happened to chippendale tailspin you making a jungle book what's up with tailspin these aren't the three movies that i have that i want you guys to understand i'm just questioning these things because hollywood is a scam artist and they're playing with us y'all i know you have some cartoon movies or some comic books or even books that you read growing up as a child that you would love to see today on the big screen i know you do because i i myself have three Interesting, well, two, but one of them's a goof to me. (laughs) Movies that I would love to see on the big screen. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready?
2: One thousand years ago, superstition and the sword ruled. It was a time of darkness, it was a world of fear. It was the age of gargoyles. day, warriors by night. You were betrayed by the humans we had sworn to protect.
0: my mind right now like visually I would want to see something like this on the screen how many times do we find ourselves sitting and watching and enjoying a vampire movie going around blood-sucking and then regaining their life but we still root for that we want we want that we like that or how many times do we see like werewolves or lichens or these kind of creatures dragons just you know aimlessly throwing in front of us these mythical creatures i mean i <laughs> i like the idea of seeing these vampires werewolves and hybrids and all assortments i'm tired of seeing zombies if you want to quote me on this as well i don't i don't want to see zombies anymore ladies and gentlemen there has to be some kind of diversity in this world right and growing up Seeing vampires, I think my first vampire movie really was You know, the Tom Cruise movie and Brad Pitt, Interview with a Vampire That was like my first interaction watching a vampire movie And I was hooked ever since When the time got on and the days grew long I really got tired of seeing the same old, same old And today they still do it with the Twilight, I think really pissed me off How are you? How are you gold, man? Like, you pretty? Like, being a vampire is pretty? I mean, they really took it to the max. I I can understand a certain debonair or, you know, a way about them that people are interested in, but bruh, Seattle is not that cloudy. Let's be real. You guys can't hide from the sun that long. (laughs) Turn y'all into Minecraft pieces, man. But look, let's be honest, okay? Everybody wants to see something different. Why not a gargoyle? Why not from the storyline of being turned into stone under a spell that holds you guys in captivity for centuries until someone breaks the spell? That's a freedom that nobody can regain. And seeing werewolves all the time, yeah, yeah, they make TV shows over and over and over again. If this movie doesn't even make it to the big screen, why not make turn it into a TV series? But the end game for me would, to see, would be to see this on the screen put it up there amphitheater busting booming just everything feeling right I would love it I don't know about you guys but how many times do you want to see another werewolf another hybrid underworld type movie nah man let's evolve let's do something different I'm sure that we all have our certain monsters that we cater to, we, we kind of want to look into. But, I myself... The diversity speaks, man. Remember that movie, uh... Never Ending Story? That was... That was like the beginning of my... Dragon era as well, like that was pretty cool. But I don't really watch it, I haven't watched it since then. You know? Mythical beasts are fascinating, and... A gargoyle, which is like a gothic form of um, another dark alleyway, if you want to say, um, form of creation and to be protectors of a monument, a structure is their sole purpose. That's what they do. They wore off evil spirits or spirits that try to take their kingdom. Tell me if you think a gargoyle's movie is worth it. man you know what i feel like i have a few hours tomorrow let me see what's playing in my movie theater around the way hold up coming soon new cast smaller budget with the same
3: story and more boobs this friday night watches sex sales with bad acting and
0: dude where's your car for man, I, I think i like the first one I, I i don't know about this one man the girl's fine Let me see. Coming soon. Raunchy dialogue. Dumb plot twist with explosions.
3: More muscles for brains. This Friday, catch Die Hard 6. No
0: Vaseline.
4: Hmm. Okay. Well,
0: I want something more entertaining. Look, just pick a freaking movie. That's all we got. Well, forget about it, man.
1: Wind! Watcher!
0: Combined, I am Captain Planet. Captain Planet, he's our
1: hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. He's our powers he's magnified, and it's fire.
0: All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, I just did that, and the reason why I did that was because I'm kind of curious, yeah, check this out, right, Yogi Bear, their budget was 80 million dollars. Domestically they grossed over 100 million. Foreign they made over 101 million. Together it makes it's basically worldwide is 201 million dollars for Yogi Bear the movie. Alvin and the Chipmunks. The very first Alvin and the Chipmunks. Domestically grossed 217 million dollars. Foreign grossed 144 million dollars to worldwide total of 361 million dollars and some change. But check this out: their budget was only 60 million dollars. Flintstones movie, 46 million dollar budget. Their domestically grossed was over 130 million, but their foreign gross was two hundred and eleven million dollars to make it a worldwide total of three hundred and forty one million in some change. Inspector Gadget <laughs> Their budget was ninety million dollars. Domestically grossed over ninety seven million foreign based thirty seven million to a total of hundred and thirty four million dollars. Ladies and gentlemen there's been so many movies that I feel like weren't worth my time for instance the Flintstones movie I didn't really care about it's long, long and gone I don't ever think about it but it grossed over almost $400 million Inspector Gadget I wasn't a big fan of that cartoon growing up but look only had a $90 million budget and it grossed $134 million worldwide if that doesn't say that you can find the time to make these movies happen why not make Captain Planet happen here's the reason why I think Captain Planet should happen 60 million dollar budget CGI make a dark gritty hell if it's a 90 million dollar budget I guarantee you it could make over 200 million worldwide and why do I say this movie little known fact Whoopi Goldberg played in this movie and why not bring her back she has a certain amount of following does she not also you have one of the biggest media names that created this cartoon and he created this cartoon only to open up the eyes of the people in the population crisis that was going on and continues to still go on we're polluting our planet we're destroying our planet piece by piece every day we wake up so why not bring this To the forefront. And the person who created this, he owns TNT. Yeah, he does (laughs) he owns a lot. TBS. I mean, come on. If you know who I'm talking about, you understand who Ted Turner is. Now, if I were you guys and gals, I would look into the future for something like this to happen and make it dark and grim and gritty as possible, you know. And if I'm wrong, please let me know. Hit me up. Do you think Captain Planet should be made a movie? thank you for staying tuned so check this out right how many of you guys and gals seen avatar yes the movie avatar now let me break this down for you when you go to the movie theater and you buy your tickets you grab your concession drinks popcorn chips whatever they have candies you go get your seat and you sit down and you watch it maybe an hour and a half two hours you know and then you watch this movie and then you come out of it like damn that was terrible or that was okay now all those long hours you put into your job and then you go see a movie that was just okay and the amount of money that you spent on that movie was it worth it is it the movie that you were so amped to see I mean, if I look on Buena Vista Studios' movie list, The Force Awakens, like I said in my last previous episode, almost hit a billion dollars. Everybody was stoked about this movie. So my question to you now is, watching this movie Avatar, when people went to the theaters to go see it, what did you gain from it? Let me tell you what I gained. Nothing. Not a thing. Zilps zero you know why because it reminded me of fern gully fern gully yeah y'all know fern gully y'all know fern gully all right so if you don't know fern gully let me break it down to you because it boils just like this <sighs> a man a human man is cutting trees down in the forest with his company he's working for his 9 to 5 ladies and gentlemen his corporate gangster he ends up finding these fairies and gets shrunk oh snap now he's one of the fairies he's hanging out with these things he starts to see that his own people are destroying the same land he was destroying but for some reason he has a conscious switch this whole perspective about everything changed. There's live beings here. You're destroying their planet. You're destroying their habitat. You're destroying their livelihood. Now, I understand the premise of the movie, Avatar. I like the premise because I like Ferndelli's premise. But when you take a movie that was animated like that and you jump it to the big screen, but you put your own spin on it, that's what makes history. Thundercats, in itself, in my opinion, if you have the same capabilities as Avatar to be put into the movie like Thundercats, how could you fail? What is the dynamic that is required to be able to produce almost a billion dollar movie off a couple hundred million dollars? I mean, how do you do that? That's the only thing I'm confused about. Why hasn't Thundercats been initiated already? I keep hearing on these updated reviews that I get on my phone just now that they're trying to make a remake of Rambo. Then they're going to make another Terminator. Come on, man. Do we we really need another Terminator? (sighs) Plus, if I'm correct, Bruce Willis is going to do another Die Hard. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. Enough is enough. Please let me know. Hit me up if you feel like this movie deserves a big film screening. Please let me know. If not, what is your take? I got hit up with a gentleman telling me that the cartoon Silverhawk would be dope. I mean, hell, if Silverhawk is going to be a good cartoon into a movie, why not? Anything's possible, right? But who knows if it's going to be turned into a movie, right? But just let me know. Holla at your boy. Keep me updated. And I thank everybody for tuning in to my podcast. If there's anything else I can do, let me know if you have any requests on what we want to break down. Holla at me. I'm here for you. No show. Out. So I got a few calls, check it out ladies and gentlemen. See what everybody would like as a cartoon slash movie. Here we go. My man, I'm from the 70s, no 90s cartoons for me. Last cartoon I remember was Big Fat Albert. They come out with a movie like that, I'll be the first in line to buy tickets. Give me a movie like that. I'm not even sure if you remember who Fat Albert is. See if your followers even know who that is. That's some old school cartoons. That's the real stuff right there. But I'm going to like your channel right now. I'm to give it a listen, and I want to hear your podcast
3: Saturday. I want to hear what you got to say, my brother. Peace.
0: Hey, yo, Michael Mijas, man. Appreciate you stopping through and checking the station out. Yeah, man. Um, they actually did come out with a Fat Albert movie. Um, but, you know, you know how that went. Not too much publicity on it. So... On the second hand, yeah, 70s, they had some great cartoons, man. Um, you know, I, I kind of grew up in the era where Top Cat was popping for me. You know, they had on Cartoon Network late night called Boomerang, and uh, I fell in love with Top Cat, man. Like, Top Cat was my dude. Like, <laughs> Sly Cat that just always got himself out of trouble and everything like that. But, yeah, I think it's pretty cool how... Um, The 70s cartoons are still being looked at today. If you really think about it, they play them on the late night channels on Cartoon Network. If you get Boomerang, you can see them, man. But uh, I appreciate the call. Talk to you later, homie. Peace.
4: Thunder.
1: Thunder. Thundercats. Oh!
2: Does that answer your question, my friend?
4: (laughs) Thundercats.
0: Hey, yo. Spidey. You already know, man. That's one of my favorite cartoons growing up. And honestly, if they do make this happen, I mean, I'm... I'm looking on the internet like casually. I keep seeing like fan made trailers for the Thundercats and it's only rumors right now. So we can't get our hopes up, but we can feel hopeful and joyful for the future. And if they're able to make this happen, please believe it's gonna make a lot of money merchandising itself, you know? Those little pop characters you'd be seeing in the mall sometimes, like uh like you know Star Wars, and then they got all the character set figurines on the side, and then just Batman figurines and whatnot. It would be cool, like for one one point in time, I think uh the Walmart grocery store down the street from where we used to live at, they uh actually had merchandise for Thundercats because they revamped the actual t v show I think four or five years ago. I might not be accurate on the time frame, but yeah, they actually did revamp their cartoon and yeah, it was pretty different. I think they took a spin on it, and they made it to where the kids were younger and versus how Lionel's older. But I hope, man. I thank you for the call. Hope everything's good with you, man. Just stay tuned, and uh keep your head up, bro. Always.
3: My man, Mr. No, showed a cat with the most splat, but they already know, though. I don't even know. Yo, man, you want to know what what cartoon from back in the day that I would love to see be turned into a movie? Rocco's Modern Life. I loved Rocco's Modern Life. It was a great show. It was hilarious. It was so awesome. And I don't think they ever made a movie, so I would like to see that. 110%. Rocco's Modern Life. Thank
0: you. Manny Moe, what's up, bro? I appreciate the call, man. Of all things, you pick Rocco's Modern Life. That's crazy, man. I mean, you know, I ain't gonna deny it. I used to watch it too, but I was more into Doug growing up, man. I think Doug was awesome. You know, you had the Quail Man. He had a secret identity, whatnot. And that was the coolest thing about Doug, man. He had... A lot of insecurities, but he still found a way to, to, to fester that strength about himself and fight through. To see that as a movie, though, like Rocco's Modern Life, I don't know, man. That would be interesting to even see it on the screen if possible. But if they did make something like that, it would have to be straight for the kids. Like If you look up on the internet uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox and they do a version for Rocco like that, maybe that'll be awesome it's a different style but it's still animation and I think it would do a lot of good for Rocco to be redeemed again if if that's if that's the case so um, yeah man I appreciate the call yo Mr. No Show
2: what's good man for your question what cartoon what I wanted to see into a movie I guess it's probably not a cartoon I'm probably too old here. For this question, man, but um I don't know if Pacific Rim may be close to it, but I've always wanted to see Johnny Robot <laughs> as a movie. You know what I mean? That was like one of my one of my favorite um T V shows. I think they did a Ultraman, but yeah, man, I've always wanted to see uh Johnny Robot. Swash. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was my John. Um or maybe even Space Giants. That, that was my that was another one of my favorites. I mean, not exactly cartoon, but yeah, most definitely wanted to see those as movies. <laughs> Alright, get at me. Peace.
0: Yo, D Souls, what's good, bro? Yeah, man. Um I've never heard of Johnny Robot, but I was discussing my episode to one of my partners at the job and he was like, Yeah, they should make a Silverhawks. And I was like, Silverhawks, what is that? So I've been looking, trying to find online this Johnny Robot and Silverhawks. I found the Silverhawks joint, but the um, Johnny Robot I can't find. I keep finding, like, Johnny Soko, um, and it's like a Japanese version, a Magna, I guess, believe, early early Magna. Um, I'm not really sure if there is um, any clips that I can find. But if you can find one for me, man, by all means, hit me up with a link or something, bro. That would be awesome so I can look into that. I'm, I'm curious to see what that's about. I just got done watching the trailer for the Silverhawks joint. That was crazy. Yeah, I appreciate it, man.
2: Yo, Mr. No Show, what's up? What's up? What's happening? Hey, man, Silverhawks, man. That was a yeah, that was a cool-ass cartoon, man. I used to like Tally Hawk. But for me, if they wanted to make a cartoon into a movie, I would have to say the Pirates of Dark Water, man. I don't know if you're familiar with that or not, but it was a pirate, and he had a talking monkey. They'd be in bars and shit, and the monkey be stealing people drinks, stealing gold and shit. <laughs> then the dude would have to fight, you know, got women and all kind of crazy shit. But yeah, the Pirates of Dark Water, alright? Peace. Yeah, they had a lot of mystical creatures and shit, like sea monsters and all that shit.
0: You know, he had to fight. He was a real pirate, man. He was
2: straight up on his thug, man check out the Pirates of
3: dark water
0: all right please yo cyber shots man honestly that sounds like an epic idea yo that they would be able to create something like that and turn that into an actual movie i mean i think pirates are pretty cool besides the pirates of the caribbean shit i wasn't really interested in the third one but the first one the second one, were pretty interesting um but yeah Pirates are dope, man, and they can bring that back, revamp it. Plus, it got mythical creatures as well. Why not? Digital era? you know what I'm saying? That's what that's what time frame we're in right now. And I also thought about it after watching my daughter play over the weekend. It would be dope to see a Sailor Moon movie and turn these girls into straight badasses. I mean, come on, look how well they did Wonder Woman. They did hell of a job with the Marvel Woman superheroes. So why not turn Sailor Moon women into stronger women as well? That would be pretty dope, in my opinion. But uh that's just me ranting, bro. I appreciate you calling in. I'm about to look up that dark water, though. That does really sound good. Appreciate you, man. <laughs>
3: what's up mr no show it's your girl tamika okay so i'm whispering because i'm at work um most definitely gargoyles um i am a book lover so there are countless books that i believe that could actually be made into a movie and it is about gargoyles um but you know what i like to take it a step further i guess for me why can't we have new creations? It's as though as if no one has an imagination. No one can create these beasts. And you mentioned never in the story. I actually looked that movie up on, uh, what is that, um, Fire Stick. And it, when, when I remember re- watching it as a kid, it was amazing. But as an adult, because technology has advanced, if somebody was to remake that movie, it would be
0: be awesome if the right person did it. Tamika, yo, I love your show, sweetie, and I thank you for calling in. Um, for those who don't know Tamika, she has a very explicit station, so if you do tune in to her, be prepared to take your kids out of the room. It's that dope. But to chime in off of what you said, I absolutely would love to see them take that movie and then build off of it. Um, Gargoyles, I don't see them doing that in the near future, but if I'm correct, Buena Vista Studios, they are the ones who funded the whole project. So if they took the liberty to redo it and promote it the way they've done Star Wars and and hosted the Black Panther uh, movie in the theater, then yeah, that will go far. But uh, we would have to wait, and my fingers are definitely crossed for this waiting game
4: no show am a movie man. I'm not even sure if I should be having some popcorn listening to you speak. Karma popcorn if anything too, right? Anyway, let me speak on what I called about Avatar. The thing I took from this was mainly the backstory or, you know, the making of the movie type of situation. The money they spent to make the movie. The fact that James Cameron quote unquote made his own language for the people of the story. That's still subject of of uh, research. But um, the tree, the nature, all that stuff. I'm hearing rumors of people that's the actual people that lives out of the tree that he stole us from in the middle of Africa.
0: All right, y'all. Y'all have hyped up the conversation and y'all got it going on. I love it. I'm feeling the energy. So check this notion out. Everything that you have said has been valued. Trust me. I like to take whatever I can and understand where I stand. And I love the fact that you brought up languages. I love the fact that you brought up languages. We have to really break this barrier down as well. Because when you watch a movie... If someone creates a character and then creates their own dialect, that's a whole nother stepping in the game. That's just that's epic. You know, you you don't have another worldly feeling if you don't have something different. Just as if, as if I was going to go over to Mexico or Chess Republic or maybe go into India, I got to learn something about these native cultures. I feel like I'm in a different world. So by having these ideas set up in a movie, but then show that we're leaving and joining on a fleet, going to a planet that brings a whole different barrier. Creativity is there. But James Cameron isn't the one who established this, man. I mean, the funniest thing is I used to watch the Twilight zone on the TV with my pops and my moms growing up and watching that I like the idea of another dimension another another way of looking at certain situations so that's what started me going into this direction and then my mother being who she was we always used to matinee a movie four movies in a night when we get a chance and we would hit them theaters hard I love the fact that now I have the chance to embellish And grow from this. And seeing that there was a movie. That I'm going to play for you. A little clip called Blade Runner. And in Blade Runner. Which was in early 1982. I, I believe it was. And with that. Blade Runner was so smooth. And the character Gaff. He was literally talking. He was literally talking to. Harrison Ford to get him to understand he's the guy that he's looking for, but the whole language that he used was different. It was like Hungarian slash um, um, French, and he used multiple languages to construct his sentence, and it worked, And and it literally worked, so check this sound out.
2: He say you under arrest, Mr. Decker. Got the wrong guy, pal. Lo fa, Nekochman. The Vaja play. He
3: say you brain
4: runner.
0: And this was nineteen eighty two, y'all. I'm not sure, you know the difference between what makes a great movie a great movie, because I'm still trying to figure that out today. Granted, writing is the most important. Director is the second most important. He needs to understand the vision of the writer. Story has to be well done with the cinematography because the cinematography needs to see the eyes on what the director is coaching on the show. Um, I mean, there's a lot that plays a role in a movie, so you cannot want one way, you got to get it all. It has to be that great of a cinematography. It has to be that great of lighting. It has to be that great of sound. It has to be that great of acting. It has to be that great of background. And it has to be that great of controlling your scene. That's such a hard thing to do. Could you imagine controlling your life the way people do on, on movie sets? And depending on how well you control your life, your movie set would be that brilliant or maybe that terrible. So my thing is, the language barrier is an important aspect of any movie. It separates what we see here today and puts us in a world where we would like to see one day, if that's a possibility. So the creativity is there. I'm not knocking you. But when I hear that um Avatar was a movie that was spent so much on to get done. Yeah. That's cool too. That's awesome too bro. Um, This is not a love hate discussion. This is a love. All love. You know topic. Because. Um, I'm just expressing my opinion. If you don't like it. It's cool. You know. I'm, I'm here for negativity. As well as positivity. That's what helps fuel a battery. So charge me up. Secondly is. James Cameron made so much money. Off of Titanic alone. Um. I think just now, Black Panther just passed Titanic on the charts. Um, so, bye bye, James Cameron. <laughs> I mean, he's still getting, re- um, you know, royalties from Terminator. Uh, I mean, Titanic, Terminator, Avatar. The dude's got a resume, man. I forgot all the smaller stuff that he's done as well. But if James Cameron would would to take that money. And invested into Thundercats. Do you not think that movie would be that much more epic? Um, that's just my opinion. As well as finding a way to make a Gargoyles movie that more live. But that's just me ranting. I'm sorry, y'all. I am sorry you all i not mean to get to that point. But they had a very, very interesting debate. I'm going to still have to look into Dark Waters. What Cybershots was talking about. Um, see what that is about because if that's a cartoon that has what I'm feeling, it, I, these movies these days got to be dark, dark and dirty. They got to be crazy, you know what I'm saying? Without the homos, um, fucking all the time. I mean, it, that's got to stop too. I don't know what the hell's happening, but uh, that's the most important thing for me is that if they can bring gargoyles and Captain America, not Captain. Oh my God, I just said that garbage. Ugh. It didn't bring Gargoyles and Captain Planet as well. Even if they even do a Thundercats, I would be lit. I would be lit. And for the women also, what about a Sailor Moon saga?
1: Hello, sir. This is Tammy from Awesome Sauce Radio. I had to chime in about your cartoons (laughs) Um, I'm apparently a little bit older than you and um, I don't remember having time for those cartoons. I don't remember the theme songs I I grew up in the age of Looney Tunes and Bugs Bunny is the shiznit. There's no comparing him to nothing cartoons back in the 70s were so awesome and I have to say my favorite cartoon of all was probably the Flintstones I don't know maybe because I'm goofy by nature but yeah that's just me (laughs) anyways I just had to throw that out there buddy keep it up you're doing awesome thanks for the entertainment ah I know the cartoon you're talking about in the 90s it was the gargoyles I was so upset that they didn't finish it. I used to sit and uh, watch it with my daughter. She was very young at the time. But that's what they do to get uh, adults to watch, you know, cartoons. They make it real pretty and flashy for the kids because basically they don't know what they're watching. Um, but I believe that they are made for for adults, um, just look like children. Especially The Amazing World of Gumball. I mean, come on, man. You should really watch it. It is very funny. They made a reference to a KRS song. Uh, that's the sound of the police. The kid goes, that's the sound of law enforcement. Boop, boop. <laughs> I was cracking up. My granddaughter's sitting there like, what? <laughs> this is the guru. Peace. Okay, man. I grew up uh, as a kid watching cartoons in the 70s and the 80s, but during the 80s, like, I was a teenager. So, um, but well, I was a tween. I turned 10 in 1980. Or was it 11? No, it was 10. So I watched something. Um, they had gone, Hanna-Barbera had gotten into doing, like, live action type cartoon shows, so there was Isis and there was Shazam. Those were my two favorite ones during the 70s. I also watched the Fat Albert, I watched the Banana Splits, um, I watched Josie and the Pussycats and Hong Kong Fui. Look that up. It was a lot of fun. And now I look at them like, this is horrible, bad taste in cartoons anyway uh around 2000 robot um not robot chicken adult swim came out and they started playing anime and i got into it like it was a drug it was amazing man i'm still into it i love anime i like seeing what other cultures come up with it is not for children there are a few animes that are for children like uh pokemon and stuff yes it is in japanese and that is a japanese children's show they also have another one for children called uh conan the detective where a 17 year old kid gets some some uh some liquid he drinks and it turns him into a little five-year-old and He goes around town solving cases and mysteries for some bumbling idiot detective. So, yeah, it's a really good series. It was on from the 90s uh, all the way up until now. And that is how my daughter learned how to speak Japanese. Pretty cool, huh? Anyway, uh, this is your girl, the guru, Lupus Warrior. I mean, I enjoyed your whole section on cartoons. Uh, Feel free to post whatever you want. I know it's a lot of shit.
4: Anyway, this is
0: your girl, the guru. Peace.